Welcome to the Simple Church Podcast, where we're committed to helping you know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. Let's get to today's message. Good morning, Simple Church. My name is Tim Toole. I'm the associate pastor here, and uh, we're going to give Aaron a break this week, and, and I'm going to continue on with our Simple Church Summer Series. Uh, over, over the past couple of years, if you've been hanging out at Simple Church, you may have heard the term being the shiny, uh, and, and you're like, what, what the heck is that? I don't know what being the shiny is. Well, from a worldly perspective, we all know what the shiny is. The shiny right? The shiny is these, are these things that we're attracted to, these things that we want. Usually they're like the, the newest cell phone, computer, TV, maybe it's the newest sneakers. You know, over the last couple of months, being stuck in the house, for me, it's been bakery tools. I've been baking lots of bread, and, and I started off with this really cool book, and in this book, I, I see that they're using these special baskets that, that leave a, an impression on the bread, so I, I see that basket, and I need to have that basket, but but not just the round baskets. I want the oval baskets too. And, and, then, and then I'm supposed to like use a razor blade to cut, but I don't want to use just like a regular razor blade. I want the lame with the nice wood handle and, the, and slicing the top. And, and, and it just goes on and on as I'm looking through Amazon saying, oh, I want that, I want that, I want that. That's the worldly shiny. You know what your shiny is. Post up in the thread there and, on, on the chat form and share what your shiny is. Uh, don't be embarrassed. We've all got one. But that's, but that's a worldly perspective of the shiny. This, this morning, I want to I look past the worldly shiny and I, the, the things that we have and we want and, and shift to a different type of shiny. Instead of the shiny of, of, of things, I want to I look at how we can be the shiny. We're going to look at a verse of Jesus talking in Matthew. So Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead... A lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Did you see it in there? Did you see the shiny, the reference there? Verse 14, you are the light of the world. That's the shiny. Now, have you ever met someone who, who just exudes that shiny, that exudes that light? A, a person who's just like glowing in Christ. Someone you know who's a Christian, not just because they said they were a Christian, but, but because of the things that they did, how they responded to the situations around them, because of, was because of who they were and how they reacted, how they behaved. Their response to the events around them in this, resulted in this light, this brightness, this difference that, that impacted not just them, but anybody within their 20 square feet. Those people were being the shiny. And this is what we've been called to as well, to exude this life in our lives, to be the shiny. As we walk through this season of uncertainty, the season of turmoil, of fear, of unknown, with all that's going out outside of this wall right here, um, I want to present to you and encourage you that, that, it, that we can still shine, that we can still have an impact on, on our surroundings, on our 20 square feet and beyond, and, and really make a difference in the lives around us. So let's, let's delve into what this, this verse says about being the shiny. The first thing I want to talk about is, is where does the shiny come from? Where, where does the light come from? Jesus says to us in this verse that, that I am the light, right? It says, you, you are the light of the world. Jesus is saying, you are the light of the world. So I'm the light of the world. That means, that means I'm the light. I'm, I have to make it, right? 
I have to, I have to do something to, to make this light. I better make, it, I better make me some light. But I've, but I've really got to keep myself to a, a proper perspective. If we look at these verses here, along with, with other verse in, verses in the gospel, other verses spoken by Jesus, what we see is that, that we are actually the lamp and that Christ himself is the light in that lamp. John 8, 12 says, when Jesus spoke to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus Christ is the light. Jesus Christ is the shiny of shinies. And for those of us who call Christ our Lord and Savior, God the Father has placed his light in us. And like a lamp, he has lit us up. He's the light, we're the lamp, which in turn makes, in turn makes us the light to the world as well. Now, we not, might not be the maker of the light. We don't have to work to make the shiny, but we do have a responsibility to shine, to not put a basket over that light. And we do that by knowing Christ more, to follow after him more closely, to be obedient to what he has called us to do, to be better prepared to respond to the world around us in a way that, that Christ would, so that his light shines through us. Those people that you know that are exuding the shiny, that, that have this light of Christ beaming out of them, it's, it's not accidental. That, that there's a reason that it's pouring out of them. It's because it was pouring into them, and then they were looking for opportunities for it to pour out. They didn't make the light. Christ put it in them and kept on putting it in them, and they pushed it right back out. It's their overflow. You're witnessing their overflow. They're not making the shiny, but they're intentionally taking it in, and it's purposefully flowing back out. Now, I'm going to come back to this later on, but remember that Christ is the shiny, and it's through him that we become the shiny. Next, I want to talk to you about the placement of the shiny. Where can we be the shiny? So I think most of us probably have a constrained view of, of, of where it is that we can shine. Culture pretty much forces us into a place of where, they, where the expectation is, well, you can do that on Sunday mornings. You can do that in church events. You can do that on church-sanctioned outings. That that's where you should be shining. But outside of that, don't shine. And unfortunately, from a church perspective, we, we can tend to push that direction as well, that, that our church culture can encourage us towards particular events, that, that, that our church puts on a highlight that, that Sunday morning service, that's where you can shine, or on mission trips, that's where you can shine. Or, or on social media when we're, we're, we're blasting out the, the next big thing that the church is doing, that's where you can shine. Maybe, maybe you're thinking that, well, it's, it's, you have to be a, a, a pastor or a leader to shine. But, the, but this, is a, this mindset, this mindset that, that we're constrained to, to a, a specific event or situation to, to shine, um, I, I, think, I think it hurts us all, not just us, but the people around us as well. You might be unhappy with, with where you're placed, that the opportunities around you to shine just don't meet the standards of what the world or what we assume the church expects. But if we limit the, our, our shiny, being the shiny, to just these, these, these narrow, this narrow focus to these, these opportunities that are, are very specific, if we relegate the, the roles or big events as the prominent and only impactful way then I believe we're missing something significant here. Verse 14 and 15 says, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. We're the light of the world. We're a lamp placed on a stand. Where have you been placed? 
And that might seem like a silly question, where have you been placed? Especially if you have the mindset you need to be in some special or exotic location for the light to be shining out of you for maximum impact. That, that you're thinking, well, I haven't really been placed anywhere yet. God hasn't put me on a stand yet. I'm going to say that you've probably been ignoring the opportunities that God is presenting you from the stand that he has placed you on because you desire to be a more, on a more prominent stand. What I do consider is where, or where, I, came, where I came from before Christ. So, so me, before Christ, um, when I came to Christ, the people that influenced my life, it wasn't on a, a, a mission trip to a third world country. It wasn't in prison ministry. It wasn't in some large conference where a mega pastor was speaking. It was, it was with a guy that was in the, in the back of a kitchen in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that, that Tom Farrell was, was placed on a stand for me in the back of a kitchen, that it was Joe Tierney who was, who was placed in a, a produce truck with me, that God placed Joe Tierney on a produce truck with me to, to be the shiny in my life and, and, and in my house, that, that my wife was placed in my life, in my house, being the shiny to have an impact on me. They weren't in Nicaragua or in China. They weren't in some prison. They were, they were right here. They were right within my 20 square feet. I was within their 20 square feet. And I'll bet if you look back at your life, when, when you came to Christ, the, the people that influenced you were, 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 were God-placed on the stands in your life that, that had intimate and personal relationship with you. God had a plan and a purpose for the people that he placed there, and he's got a plan for you as well. He puts people anywhere. He puts people everywhere. He places light stands all over the place, and you're on one of them. And you know he's not just like waiting to put you somewhere. It's not like he's got you in the back pocket, and, and, and he's like, okay, and when this guy turns 55, I'm going to plop him down, and this is where the stand goes, and he's going to make a difference. No! Everything the light touches is our kingdom. He's placed you somewhere right now. He's placed you in a position that allows you to live a life of shiny before all those around you. Some people have the eye, their eyes on you with a perspective of admiration. Others have their eyes on you with a sense of envy or even hate. And other people are just looking, not even paying attention to what's going on. But your light will shine. The light's not just for you. It's for the people in the house around you. He didn't give you the shiny to light the room for yourself. You have it for others right where you are right now. He placed you on a stand right there right now. So we know who the shiny of shinies is, and that's Jesus. And, and, and we have a better understanding of, of the placement of the shiny where you are right now. Let's look at the purpose of the shiny. Why is it? So verse 15 says this. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. The purpose of the light is to be shiny. The purpose of the light is to light up everything in the house, to give light to everyone in the house. The light you exude shines on everyone in the house. And I want, to see, I want you to see that there's, there's three parties in your house or in your 20 square feet, in your sphere of influence that is seeing your light, that is seeing you shine. First, it's other believers. Being the shiny is a witness to other believers. That's one of the purposes. Verse, verse 22 here, I'm not sure which, which reference is there, but verse 22, somewhere in the Bible, says, oh, this is, this is, the, uh, <laughs> this is the, the, the fruits of the Spirit. 
But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. That, that this is how the shiny plays out in the light of, uh, as, a, as a light with other believers. That, that these fruit of the Spirit impacts the, those around us. That it impacts us. So I'm going to pick on Miss Sylvia. Most of you know Miss Sylvia. She's, she's probably going, amen, right now. Um, Miss Sylvia uh, has, has the gift of hope and encouragement and, and prayer. And it just like, it pours off of her. And it pours off of her not because her life is easier, because she's got everything made and this is just the excess. It pours off of her because, because she's filled with Jesus. And she's looking for the opportunities to, to shine that light on, on those around you. And, and as a believer, I, I desperately love that. I, I desperately need that, that, that when, when the, the, the shiny of another believer is, is just glowing around me, it gives me relief. It gives me hope. It gives me encouragement. It, lets me, it helps me get through, through some of the rough days and, and some of the challenging times, and it encourages me to, to, to do the same for others. And, and you've been placed in the lives of other believers. And, and, and so consider the believers that are around you. If you're stuck in your house and you've got other believers in your house, that's who you're supposed to shine for. If, if, if you're interacting with people on Zoom, if you're, if you're interacting with people on Facebook, if you're interacting with people in the world face-to-face with masks on or whatever, uh, and, and they're believers, that light that shines off of you has a massive impact on them, especially in this time where, where, where hope, hope and peace and comfort is, is just kind of like uh, not all that prevalent right now. But, but your, you shining, your light, can have a difference on other believers. Being the shiny is also a witness to, to non-believers. 1 Peter 2.12 says, Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors, that even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. And Philippians 2.15 says this, Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. There, there should be at least some desire by you for others, non-believers, to, to, to see the beauty that the Lord has, has worked in us, to shine in a way that non-believers see something different in you. That's, that's what I saw in the people in my life, that, that Tom Farrell and Joe Tierney and, and Amy Toole and Roberto Castro, that, that these people in my life placed on their stands were, were, were living at least in some form or fashion that, that light was shining out from them and onto me. And, that, and my response wasn't, man, that Tom Farrell, he's just a really good guy. It was like, well, I think, I think God's a really good dude. That, that something was different there. It wasn't just a, a, a showcase of, of Tom or Joe or Roberto or Amy. It was, it was a showcase of God. That, that you have that opportunity as well. That, that you being the shiny, exuding that light, will have an impact on, on non-believers. The third party in, that, in this house is, is God himself. That you being the shiny is a witness to the Lord. That he's watching you. He's in your 20 square feet and he desires to see this as well. 2 Corinthians 9.13 says, As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God. For your generosity to them and to all believers will, will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. As a result of you shining, God gets the glory. God gets the glory. He's paying attention. He's paying attention and it's not like he's like, I want the glory. He goes, I want, I want the glory. 
He's, he's given us new life. He's giving us this light. And in, in turn, we get to, to, to point it right back at him. That he's in our house too. That the, the, purpose of, the purpose of being the shiny is for believers, for non-believers, and for God himself. And next, we're going to look at the application of the shiny. How does it play out? That the, the application of the shiny is, is a little bit different than the purpose. The purpose is the, the general scheme of things, but the application is where we start getting down into details. First thing first, you need to be taken in the light that, that, uh, that we can go back to. It's not going to flow out of you unless it's flowing into you. That, that for you to, to start applying the shiny means that you need to start consuming the shiny, taking the shiny in. That, that, that there are some, some disciplines and some skills that, that you probably just need to start doing if you're not doing. That if you're not in God's word, it's not going to come back out, out of you. If you're not in prayer, that response is not going to come back out of you. Uh, reading, prayer, worship, these are, these are some of the basic things that fuel that shine in you. There are other disciplines too. Solitude and, and, and silence. There's meditation. There's, there's all sorts of disciplines that can that can get you in tune and start bringing in that light so that ultimately it can come back out. Because, because really, it's, it's the obedience on the, on, the, on the back end that's going to make the difference. That, that all of this equipping, all of this filling in with the shiny will allow us to respond as the shiny. That, that we get to shine out before others and, and before God. And that can look like a variety of different things. But the key behind them all is intentionality that there's purpose behind it, that you're intentionally being the shiny, that there are good deeds for you to do, opportunities that God has given you exactly where he has placed you. So, so what does that look like? You know, how do we get into some of the more specific details? Well, in your personal life, the very fine details, I don't know, I, I, I couldn't tell you. you, know, if, you if you asked me and you, to, and you were telling me about your life, I could probably point you out some, some, some specific areas. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to point you back to the culture playbook. So our culture playbook has a list of, of beliefs, a list of behaviors, and outcomes. And, and these behaviors are, are skills that you can learn that will allow you to be the shiny, that, that we believe in connection and, and, and for us to shine in connection if we want to see our behavior play out that way. That means that, that we probably need to have intentional conversations. That, that we effectively listen and actively care. How many conversations have you been in where, where you know the person's just, just like waiting, chomping at the bit to share whatever it is that they want to share? And how does that make you feel? Is, is, that, is that a shiny response? Uh, not, even, not even close. But if somebody's actively listening and asking questions, there is, there is a difference in you. That, that that's not the norm for most people. So if somebody's actively listening and actively caring, if you are actively listening and actively caring, that's, that is going to shine some light on the person that you're talking with. That, that when it comes to generosity, that, that you prayerfully give beyond the tithe. This is, so, so if you're tithing here at Simple Church, thank you. Please keep doing it. And, and then my, our hope is that, that you give elsewhere. That, that you, maybe you give to one child. Maybe you give to the Dream Center. Maybe there's some, some missionary or organization that, that, that you decide to give a little bit more to. That, that that response there, that behavior there is being the shiny. And then, and then maybe just like doing the right thing. That, that often in life we, we come across these situations, we don't even think about it, we respond with a default action that, that just appeals to what my desire is, but, but, but you might have a, a situation come up where it's like, oh, I'm going to press pause and think about this. 
how, how am I going to respond? That I could respond in a way that, that uh, makes me feel good, that gives me what I want, or I can respond in a way that, that shines a little bit of light and, and, and possibly gives glory to God. That, that this culture playbook, that if you look through this culture playbook and, and contemplate the, the opportunities, the events in your life, you can probably figure out how it is that you're, res, you're supposed to respond a little bit differently. That, that applying the, the, the light, applying this concept of, of being the shiny can, can make a massive difference. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean that, so my next step for being the shiny is I'm going to become a full-time missionary in a third world country. That, that, that's a big jump. That is a, a massive jump and, and probably not for everybody. However, a, a, a good conversation with someone, a word of encouragement, a prayer for a friend, a, a prayer for a non-believer can have a massive impact on, on the life of that person. I know I've been a recipient of that. Consider that when it comes to the application, that, that, that you need to be purposeful. You need to be thinking about it. You, you need to figure out how to get the light of Christ in you and then look for the opportunities to let it shine out of you. Now, there's one area here that I want to talk about when it comes to the application that in, in past sermons I didn't, I didn't focus on too much. But if I'm, going to, if I'm going to go back and look at these verses. So, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Baskets. Baskets is an interesting conversation. That, that when it comes to the reasons that we don't shine the light, that some of us can say, well, I'm, I, I have a fear of offending others, um, I, I, I don't want to step on people's toes. And that's one basket that, that you just might be scared. And, and, and to that I say, let's work through that because, because the, fear's, the, the fear is probably unfounded, especially in the country that we were living in. That if, there are some countries where, where that fear would be a little bit more legitimate. But here in America, things probably aren't going to be that bad. However, when it comes to other baskets, when it comes to other baskets that, that we put on that lamp, that we put on that light to prevent us from shining, that's, uh, that might be some of our other behaviors, that we might be choosing things that are a basket to put, put on top of it. You, your basket might be you say yes to everything, that you, your schedule is so full that you don't have the bandwidth to, to grasp what an opportunity is to, to truly shine, that that could be it. Your, your basket could be an addiction, and that could be uh, an addiction to drugs or alcohol. That, that could be an addiction to uh, Facebook and social media. What are the things that are consuming your time, consuming, consuming your energy, that, that is this basket that goes over the light? But there, there's a variety of things that are baskets out there. One of your baskets might be that you're searching for the worldly shiny, that, that you've, you've spent all of your time and energy chasing after the stuff that just doesn't matter. That when, when you start wrestling with the application of being the shiny, it's a combination of looking for the opportunities that God has for you and, and looking at the situations that, prevent, that are preventing you from shining. That, that, that we can say, well, well, Satan's preventing me from doing this or Satan's blocking me from doing that. And I believe he works that way too. But, but really, our selfishness and sin is what's going to prevent us doing the most. That, that we can say, well, the devil made me do it. It's like, well, you made a choice. You made a choice. And my desire for you is, is, is to, to stop letting uh, the default response be the choice maker and, and make the shift to an above-the-line response, one that is thought through, prayed over, and, and, and obedient to what God's got for us. And when those opportunities come, when, when you start 
letting the light out and seeing what God's doing, not just in your life, but in the life around you, it gets exciting. It gets way exciting. It is, it is so much fun to see what God can do through you, and, and not just in huge situations, but, but in these one-in-one moments that, that I've, I've heard wonderful stories of, of how one person can have an impact just with a sentence, with a sentence or, or a prayer or, or a meal or, a, or, or silence sitting next to them in the dirt and whatever it is, that, that there are just moments all over the place that, that you can apply being the shiny. Stop putting baskets over it. Please stop putting baskets over it. God hasn't put a basket over you. He's, he's put you somewhere very specific. Right here, this morning, as you're sitting there, as you're watching this message, think about where you're placed. Think about your home life. Think about your neighborhood. Think about your, your work life or your church life. Think about your family. There, there are just so many bubbles of people that you have the opportunity to shine bright in. And, and it might be something simple. Is, is, there, is there a simple way that God wants you to shine? Shine bright like a diamond. Is there a, is there a, a basket that, that God's showing you right now? It's like, oh, this needs to go. This needs go, to go by the wayside so that I can shine on these people here. That our desire for you is to, is to make a difference. That, that God can use you to make a difference in the lives of others and, and see the kingdom here. You can be the shiny. You can totally be the shiny. Now, now you might be sitting here thinking, you know what? Uh, well, I don't know Jesus. I haven't accepted Jesus. And, and, and right now you might be like, so I think I'm an unlit lamp. I am an unlit lamp. I'm a, I'm a lamp that has probably been placed somewhere, but... But that, but that first step is, is, is to accept Jesus, is to accept that light, to have that light inside of you so that it can start burning and, and lighting up the house around you. That might be you. And this morning might be the morning where it's like, it's okay, I'm ready to be lit. I'm, I'm ready for this lamp to, to, to start burning and burning bright. And, and I'm gonna shine right here, right now. Well, well if that's you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead us in a prayer be a short prayer. It's not a magical prayer. It's just an opportunity for you to, to confess and obey, that you have this, this, uh, this opportunity to, to say, okay, here I am, Jesus. I'm yours. So I'm going to say that prayer, and if you want to follow along in that prayer, please do. And, and, and we're going to have another prayer for the people that are already believers that want to be lit more, but right now I'm focused on, on you that, that don't have the light in you yet. Let's have that light. So I'm going to pray now. Father, this is the moment. This is the moment where I confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I'm going to follow after you. I'm going to follow after him. Put the light in me and make the light in me just like the light in Jesus. Show me how to burn bright and burn long and give you all the glory, Father. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If that's you, well done. The room is applauding for you right now, just as the heavens are. And if that was you, then click the button and raise your hand in, in the chat thread. We would love to know that, 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 that this was your morning and this is when the light started in you. And we'll have that celebration in the chat box. Now, now for all of you that, that already have the light in you and you're like, you know what? I wanna, bright, I wanna burn brighter. I need to remove those baskets. Well, and this prayer is gonna be for you. 
Father, I, 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 thank you for, I thank you for our congregation, the congregation at large and virtual reality, which is really reality. I, 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 lift, up, I lift up each one that is your child, Father, and, and I pray that, that you show us, you show us what baskets need to go by the wayside and not just show us, but, but you remove them. You show us how we can throw them to the side and, and burn bright. And Father, I pray that you show us the opportunities, that you just totally make clear the, the opportunities that you're providing for us to, to shine bright in, in the small places. Show us where, we, where we've been placed, what stand we are on, and, and give us confidence in you to be able to respond with brightness, to respond with shining. Please just al allow us to have an impact on your kingdom that is uh, beyond what we can imagine. We lift this all up to you, Father. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You guys can do it. You guys can totally be the shiny. And now that if you've heard this message, if you didn't know what it before is, be the shiny is you. You can be the shiny. I would, I would love to hear stories of, of how you've been shining. That, that if you post those up on, on Facebook or send me an email, I would love to hear the story. Give me a call and, and let me know the opportunities that God is providing you. Would love to hear it. Would love to hear it. So we're gonna get ready to, to close up the service here. I just want you to know that, that, if, that if you're on our online campus, there's still the opportunity to get live prayer. If you tap that button and there's a, a virtual connect card that, will, that you can fill out that'll get you more connected in. We wanna help you on your spiritual journey. We've got so much going on between watch parties and grow groups and growth track that are all, all available uh, to you right now that we wanna get you connected. And then I'm gonna wrap up with, uh, uh, with our tithes and offerings. We've got three options for you that are probably popping up on the screen here online via text and, and through mail that, that you can give your tithes and offerings and, and know that even though we are not meeting in the building, there, that there are still expenses and there are still ministries that we are supporting that, that uh, while COVID's got certain things shut down, God's not shut down and we are still serving alongside of him. So, so your offerings and, and tithes are, are still doing massive impact not just here at Simple Church, but, but around the world. And we wanted to encourage you to continue doing that. Um, I guess I'll pray one more time for the offering and then, have, and then have you guys all have a good week. So Father, again, I pray. And I thank you for, for this opportunity to, to, to gather together as the church in the way that we can right now. I lift, up, I lift up this offering to you, Father. I thank you for how you've provided, not just for Simple Church, but for Simple Church to provide uh, outside for ministries, missionaries, and, and organizations around the globe. I pray that you just continue to give us those opportunities. We lift this all up to you, Father. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Okie doke, that's the last prayer. Have a great week, Simple Church, and be the shiny.